Welcome and good morning to our God's Word for Today devotional. And let's continue our studies and devotion in the book of Job. And we are now in chapter 5. But let me read to, to us verses 1 to 7 and 17 to 18 for this morning. Job 5 verse 1 to 7 and 17 to 18. Call now, is there anyone who will answer you? Twigs of the holy ones will you turn? Surely vexation kills the fool, and jealousy slays the simple. I have seen the fool taking root, but suddenly I curse his dwelling. His children are far from safety. They are crushed in the gate, and there is no one to deliver them. The hungry eat his harvest, and he takes it even out of thorns. And the thirsty pant after his wealth, for affliction does not come from the dust, nor does trouble sprout from the ground. But man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. Verse 17 and 18. Behold, blessed is the one whom God reproves. Therefore, despise not the discipline of the Almighty. For he who wounds, but he binds up. He shatters, but his hands heal. Blessed is the one whom God reproves. This is one of the statements of Eliphaz as he continued his answer or his counsel or his advice to his friend Job. Blessed is the one whom God reproves. Eliphaz reproves Job for not seeking God. That Job should not quarrel with God, but should seek God. He had a covert attack on Job. He said, surely vexation kills the fool and jealousy slays the simple. So implied in that is this, this thought that Job was playing like a fool. Job was quite foolish to let his vexation and jealousy to prompt his course, which could only lead him to destruction. It was foolish for him to live out God and go to holy ones. These holy ones could be angels, as Elifah said in verse 1. And with regards to the result or the consequence of leaving God, Elifah argued that he saw it firsthand. He said, I saw it. Even their children are crushed without repair, and everything that they have is lost. Eliphaz argued that man's affliction does not spring out naturally of the earth like weeds. It is due to the evil nature of men. So, so that in verse 7, he said here that troubles are expected in a broken world. He said, but man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. So this statement is quite true, that man is born to trouble as sparks fly upward. According to Cambridge Bible for Schools and Colleges Commentary, let me, let me read. The words, quote-unquote, man is born unto trouble mean it is his nature through his sin to bring trouble unto himself. Evil rises up out of his heart as naturally as the sparks fly up out of the flame. Cross-reference for this is the words of Christ. Out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, and the appalling list is follows. So what Eliphaz said to Job is quite true, that man is born of trouble, and the reason behind it is that we have an evil, corrupted heart. 
out of the abundance of the heart, we do evil things so that we we have troubles in life. Otherwise, if we have a perfect heart, we might not have troubles. So instead of complaining, according to Eliphaz, Job should seek God. Eliphaz confidently said about himself that he would do to seek God if it happens to him. God's unfathomable goodness as rain descends from heaven to water the earth. And God also punishes the proud and God also rewards the lowly as he stated here, as Eliphaz stated here in verse 11 to 16. So Eliphaz is really right that God is really good in providing us all these good, good and gracious things, you know, rain, sunshine, and everything that we enjoy in life. Eliphaz is right in his belief, but he was not more sympathetic to Job. That's the problem. He was not showing any sympathy to Job because Job was a saying out of pain, out of just overwhelming struggles of pain in his life. Eliphaz continued that God blesses the man he reproves and his reason is for he wounds, God wounds, but he binds up. God shatters, but his hands heal. It is true. God who is sovereign can allow us to experience problem and trouble in life, but God also can heal. In fact, the writer of Hebrews later explained about the blessedness of being reproved. Let me read in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 to 6. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be wary when approved or reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. So he continued, the writer of the, the, the epistle of Hebrews continued that the Lord allowed or had allowed some chastisements to happen in our lives in order to purify us, in order that we will be more like Christ. So the reason behind why we have chastisements because he dealt with us as his sons, as his children. And it's not comfortable. It's not easy, but it's needful. As a, as a father who loves his children, he will discipline them. He will love them to really live in the truth, righteous, godly, and not, that, not to continue in their sinful lifestyle. Well, this truth Job understood, but he was just speaking of some, you know, he was, he was speaking out of just anguish and because he was overwhelmed with pain and problems in life. But the sermon, the words of Elias, although they were true, but it did not sink in because Joe was just need sympathy. Job just need somebody to understand his ordeal. And perhaps the emotional, the empathy was not there that Elias has to show. And 
that's what we need. We need to show empathy to people who are in deep pain. And we must be careful of the words that we say that although they are true, but let us always ask, is it really ministering? Is it really the right time I will say? May God help us how to be discerning in order to be tactful. Yes, it's true that God reproves whom he loves. God reproves in order for us to be better. But Job was just overwhelmed with so much pain this time. Let it be that this story of Job, his ordeal, his sufferings, that God was proven that he was right, that God is God's judgment towards Job, that he was really his best. He was upright. He feared God, that he will be proven right at the end. But Job has to undergo all these sufferings. May God help us that we learn principles out of this, from this, from these statements of Elias and even to Job, so that we will really know and able to discern that God is always right. God knows what He's doing. God is not wrong in dealing with us. Whatever situation, whatever pain, whatever circumstances that we might understand, let us always maintain. To believe that God is always right. Let us pray. Father, in many ways we are like Elias. We know a lot. But we might not be so loving. We might not be so empathetic and understanding as we should. And thank you, Lord, for reminding us for the truth that you reprove and blessed are those who are reproved by you. And Thank you, dear Father, that you allow this story of Job and his three friends to show us and to demonstrate to us that life really, as a Christian, as a believer, as your believer, as your children, we believe in, in realities. It doesn't mean that when we are in you, that we are shielded from problems and difficulties of life like Job. Father, we thank you that you have given us this privilege in order to learn and to read chapter 5 in order to learn these principles. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.